effective executives share one thing in common, and that one thing points to one principle every leader must learn to be effective. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. I love learning. I especially enjoy listening and learning from people who are farther down the road than I am. Well, Peter Drucker was that kind of individual. Drucker died in 2012, just eight days shy of his 96th birthday. He was an Austrian-born American management consultant. He was an educator and the author of more than 25 books. Now, as I noted in my last podcast, episode 176, The First Practice of Effective Leaders, Drucker had a 65-year consulting career. As you can imagine, that gave him quite a lot of time to observe executives. Listen to what he says about them. I soon learned that there's no effective personality. The effective executives I've seen differ widely in their temperaments and their abilities, in what they do and how they do it, in their personalities, their knowledge, their interests, in fact, in almost everything that distinguishes human beings. All they have in common is the ability to get the right things done. Among the effective executives I've known and worked with, there are extroverts and aloof, retiring men, some even morbidly shy. Some are eccentrics, others painfully correct conformists. Some are fat and some are lean. Some are warriors, some are relaxed. Some drink quite heavily, others are total abstainers. Some are men of great charm and warmth. Some have no more personality than a frozen mackerel. There are a few men among them who would answer to the popular conception of a leader, but equally, there are colorless men who would attract no attention in a crowd. Some are scholars and serious students, others almost unlettered. Some have broad interests, others know nothing except their own narrow area and care for little else. Some of the men are self-centered, if not indeed selfish, but there are also some who are generous of heart and mind. There are men who live only for their work, and others whose main interests lie outside, in community work, in their church, in the study of Chinese poetry, or in modern music. Among the effective executives I've met, there are people who use logic and analysis, and others who rely mainly on perception and intuition. There are men who make decisions easily, and men who suffer agonies every time they have to move. Effective executives, in other words, differ as widely as physicians, high school teachers, or violinists. They differ as widely as do ineffectual ones, are indeed indistinguishable from ineffectual executives in type, personality, and talents. What all these effective executives have in common is the practices that make effective whatever they have and whatever they are, and these practices are the same whether the effective executive works in a business or in a government agency, as hospital administrator, or as university dean. Listening to that clip reminds me of a conversation I had with Bill Fleming, the former president of Palm Beach Atlantic University, and a man who is definitely an effective executive. When I was considering the role of the president of Lancaster Bible College, Capital Seminary, and Graduate School, Bill told me something I will never forget. He said, Tommy, Pam and I know a lot of college presidents. They all do it differently. Bill was adding his amen to what Drucker is saying. Drucker says executives are as different as A is from Z, but what they have in common 
is the ability to get the right things done. And why do effective executives get the right thing done? Well, because, according to Drucker, they share common practices that make effective whatever they have and whatever they are. Now, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, well, why do they have these practices? Because, like a concert pianist practicing her scales, the effective executives make those practices their habit. Drucker writes, effectiveness, in other words, is a habit. That is, a complex of practices. Now, when he uses that word complex, he means a composite of many interconnected parts. And in this book, Drucker is going to identify five habits. Now, I'm going to give them to you, but knowing them isn't going to help you any more than knowing them is going to help me. Only doing them is going to make a difference. And that's where the book gives us a jump start. But here they are. Number one, effective executives know where their time goes. Number two, effective executives focus on outward contribution. Now, what he means by that is they don't work to work. They work to produce a certain kind of result. Number three, effective executives build on strengths, their own and those of others. Number four, effective executives concentrate on the few major areas where superior performance will produce outstanding results. And number five, effective executives make effective decisions. And he's going to spend two chapters on decision-making in this book. So in summary, executives are as different as A is from Z, but they all get the right things done. And why? Because they share common practices. And why are they so good at these practices? Because they are their habits. Habits of the mind and habits of their lives. You know, Proverbs 14.23 says, In all hard work there is profit. And effective executives have done the hard work to make these five practices their regular habits. I love his words. Effectiveness is a habit, a complex of essential practices. And that's my borrowed thought on my walk with Peter Drucker and his leadership classic, The Effective Executive. And as always, the question I want to leave you with is this. What will you do with that thought on your walk through life today? <music>